Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And to the show, we're talking about what is a good growth skills. Now, you'll remember we did one of these on Monday, and I said that I would do an update as soon as I got new data. It came in much earlier than I expected. And so in Monday's episode, we specifically talked about the Hamilton property market. And we talked about what was a good gross yield in Hamilton. Now I've got data for the whole country. And so we can compare some of the regions, talk about where are the highest yields in New Zealand, where are the lowest yields in New Zealand, and what is a good gross yield in those specific areas. So let's talk about New Zealand as a whole. On average, when we take listings off TradeMe, people who are renting their properties right now, and then we go to one roof and we check the value and we do this lots and lots and lots of times, based on a 1,000 investment properties on TradeMe today, the median gross yield is 4.52%. So basically, if you are renting for a gross yield of 4.5% today, you are average. If you're above that, you're above average. If you're below that, you're below average. But that is the median there. Now, let's talk about what would be well above average. So if you are renting for 5.3% or above, you're in the top 25%. You're in the top quarter of New Zealand property investors right now. If you're at 3.7% or below, then you are in the bottom 25% of property investors. Now, I wouldn't kick yourself, though, if you're at 3.7 or pat yourself on the back if you're 5.3, because it really depends on what is going on in your area? Because as we'll see, a 3.7% gross yield might actually be quite good for Auckland at a 5.3% gross yield, which is pretty good on a New Zealand scale, might actually be quite bad if you're in some place like Southland. But let's talk about some of these properties, Andrew, so people can understand how we've come to these numbers. So the average gross yield, we said median, 4.52%. So what does that average property look like? Well, I'm looking at one right now in Wellington. This one's actually in North Wellington. And actually, it looks like a nice place. It's a brand new townhouse, three-bedroom townhouse. And the estimated value for this is $920,000. Now, they're advertising it, my rent are advertising it at $800 per week. Oh, so it's my rent. So they're just doing this through through the app. Uh, oh, they'll gotcha. be self-managing. Yes. So someone's managing this themselves for $800 a week they're asking for. So a gross yield based on 920 valuation of 4.5%. Yeah, so that's probably a pretty standard property across New Zealand. But there is some variation around the country. So where are those high yielding regions? Well, Southland comes out on top at an average or median 5.8% gross yield. So really high down in Southland, that's primarily going to be at a place like Invercargill. Otago is also really up there too. Your median gross yield there, 5.65%. So remember how before I told you that to be in the top 25% for New Zealand, you had to have a gross yield of about 5.3%. So if you've got that, you might say that's really, really good. But actually, if you're in Southland or if you're in Otago, a 5.3% gross yield is actually below average. And so that's where you need to not just think about, well, what's the New Zealand average? I'm either doing well or I'm doing poorly. You need to think about, well, what's the average gross yield or the median gross yield in your specific area. Wellington and Waikato are also slightly above average there. And I'll talk to you about kind of the average property at Invercargill. So if I pull that up now, Andrew, how would you describe this property in front of you? It's an older unit, I would describe that as. Yeah, it was probably built in the yeah, 60s, 70s, two bedrooms in there, pretty dated if I could say that. 
needs quite a bit of TLC. Now, that is renting or advertised for rent at 420 bucks a week. It's got an estimated value of 380000 and so the gross yield is 5.75%. That is average for Southland. So that would be your standard property. Even though that's a really good gross yield for New Zealand, it's average for Southland. Now, does it surprise you, Andrew, that Otago and Southland come out at the top of the yields? So no, because they, they always have got high yields. They're always one of the hot spots, and that's because the properties are a lot cheaper and there's a lot of them are going to be those older properties like this that are a bit more run down and so you would expect there to be a higher yield from that. Also, you've probably got a lot of student accommodation around those areas. And you know, you've got to remember though, the yield isn't what you want to just focus on because you've got other factors to consider, like the fact that this property here is going to need some TLC, it might need a replacement roof. It's going to take you a year's worth of rent to pay for that roof in an area like this. Whereas in Wellington, you know, you're talking about that property that's newer, probably not going to have to replace that roof for the next 20, 30 years, maybe even longer. And if and when you do, it might only take six months worth of rent, for example. Well, we always say there's something working for you and something against you. You know, and even if we take these two situations, you've got the older Southland property that needs to be renovated. You know, maybe you've got some long-term maintenance issues because it's just older, but you've got a really good gross yield. If you look at the Wellington property, it's the other way around. So let's talk about where the lower yielding regions are. So Bay of Plenty, Canterbury and Auckland are all below average, some of them only marginally so. Auckland in particular is really low yielding. The median yield that people are willing to accept in Auckland right now is 3.2%. Wow, that is low. It is exceptionally low. And I know a lot of people are going to think, how does anybody accept that low of a gross yield. No, Ed, that just doesn't happen. So, Andrew, take us through the kind of average property in Auckland that is a rental property. So, again, here's a privately managed one. It's a Greyland four-bedroom uh, house, by the looks of it, a villa. Four beds and rent of $1,300 a week. But the value, because it's Auckland, is $2.1 million. So that's your average property in terms of gross yield. Really expensive property. Really high rent as well, 1300 bucks yeah, a week. a lot of money. But there's a bit of a ceiling for how much people are actually willing to pay for rent. You know, to get a gross yield of 4% on that, you'd need to be charging them somewhere around, you know, 1800 bucks, two grand kind of mark. Never going to happen. People just aren't willing to pay that or aren't able to pay that. And that's why you see a lot of rental properties in Auckland today do have those low gross yields. Now, you don't go out and just buy something that's got a 3.2% gross yield, especially with today's interest rates, because it'll be heavily negatively geared. Probably not a very good investment, but it just shows you what investors are actually willing to accept. Now, granted, this person who has, it looks like it's probably been recently renovated, they probably bought it many years ago when the price wasn't $2 million. But nonetheless, it's a $2 million asset or $2.1 million asset they're getting 1300 bucks a week for it. The gross yield of that property is 3.2%. That is average in Auckland. Let's talk about what would be a good gross yield in Auckland. Only 25% of properties, only a quarter of properties, rent for over 3.93%. That's quite surprising to me because that's one of our kind of bottom line figures that we use. Yeah, I'd expect that most investors purchasing today would be able to get above 4%. I mean, if you're not doing that, you've probably got to ask some hard questions about your investment. But that's what people are willing to accept. That is the fact. When you look at over 250 Auckland properties at what people are advertising them for rent on, on Trade Me, and then look at what the value is, that's what we get. If you look at the lower quartile, 25% of people are advertising properties today 
for less than a 2.6% gross yield at Auckland. Given that rates are so high, that's quite a big gap between a yield and the rate. I expect that most of those people have owned these properties for years. You know, it's hard to put up the rent. The rent seem pretty high anyway. And so they think, oh, nah, we'll just keep it at that. That's a rent that we're comfortable with. But that is the reality. So my main thing here is a good gross yield really depends on where you buy. You know, if you're doing above a 4% gross yield in Auckland, you're actually in the top 25% of investors. But if you're doing a 4% gross yield in Southland, you're in the bottom 25% of investors. Same with that 5.3%. You know, if you're doing 5.3%, you are in the top 25% of investors across the country. But if you're doing 5.3% in Southland, you're well below the median. So you're in the bottom half of investors. So you're going to put this on the website? Well, what I'll do is crunch the data a little bit more. I've got some more things that I want to do because yeah. we've got to match up the trade me data and the one roof data a little bit more. I'm talking with one roof about how we do that better. But I do want to get this on the website. I also want to expand the data set. So at the moment, we are only doing properties that are available on TradeMe right now. As you guys all know, I've been creating a database of every property that gets listed on TradeMe for the last six months. So we should be able to track the average gross yield over time. So I am looking at doing some really cool things with this. So people are able to make that good decision. But what's your main takeaway from this, Andrew? I mean, are these median yields higher or lower than what you thought they'd be? I think that it's surprisingly low in Auckland, even lower than I expected because of those high value properties. But, you know, again, with those lower value regions like Southland, about what I expected. And the other thing that makes me think about it is the old small town versus big city argument. I can't hear you say that without hearing the voice from the ad. Well, just for Small anybody, towns. Yeah, anybody who's new to the show, we did an awesome webinar many years ago. I think it was, was it before COVID? No, no, it, was, no. It, was, it was kind of during that. And we did these wonderful ads about main cities. Small towns. <laughs> and we had these great ads. But uh, uh, there, there are differences. If you go to a small town like Invercargill, even though it's a reasonable sized city, you will get a much higher gross yield. And that's because the properties are cheap. Now, there are some downsides to that, which is when it comes time to replace the roof or pay your rates, often some of those costs end up being a large proportion of your rent. It's not that your rent's high, it's that the property price is quite cheap and the rent isn't as low as the property price compared to some of those main cities. So maybe we'll do an update again about some of those because it's really interesting getting into the weeds of what does a good property look like. And the answer is it's quite different based on the region. In a more southern city like Invercargill, it's probably going to be a two-bedroom unit that, that was built in the 1960s. If, if you're talking about Wellington, maybe it is a three-bedroom new-built townhouse. And if you want to watch that previous webinar, you can find them all on our website under the catalogue. Fantastic. Let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And if you want to meet Andrew and I in person, we're doing a tour around the country. That's right. We are coming to Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch. That's happening at the end of October. Links down in the show notes or just go to opuspartners.co.nz slash tickets. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ted McKnight. I'm Andrew Nicholl. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.